Being a Better Man, Episode 85. You have just entered a world governed by personal accountability where being a man is not an excuse for bad behavior, where complaints are not allowed, whining is forbidden, and excuses do not exist. Prepare to have your thoughts provoked, your ego challenged, and your character tested. It's time for Being a Better Man. Here's your host and fellow man in the trenches, Alf Herigstad. Hey everybody, welcome back to Being a Better Man. I'm your host, Alf Herigstead, and I'm really happy that you're with me today. Before I get into it, I want to say thanks to everyone who has been sending me feedback about the show and about the video spot Hooplaha did about us. The feedback I'm getting really makes my day. It makes me feel like we're on the right track, that the message is being received, and that is having a positive impact on the world. So, thank you to everyone who has reached out and let me know your thoughts about the show. I do not take it lightly, and it makes me feel like I should keep doing this. Today's episode is a result of some of that feedback. This is a listener-inspired episode. The remarkable thing to me was that this was sent in by a man who is being a better man, and he's only 16 years old. That is so awesome. It's great for me to know the people of his age are listening. His name is Mike, and his question was about a certain type of relationship that many of us, myself included, are familiar with. Many of you will probably identify with Mike's story. He had been in a serious but toxic relationship. The girl in this relationship was manipulative and controlling and eventually had him become separated with all of his close friends. He was even getting in fistfights because of this girl, and it was putting stress on his relationships with his family as well. And that's no good. And after ending the relationship, his friends and family came right back into his life with love and support. All of his important relationships have luckily been restored. But it has been two years, and Mike finds himself avoiding relationships with other girls He's meeting nice girls, but the memories of the pain of his toxic relationship prevent him from making new connections. So, like I said, I think this is a pretty common story. It happens to guys all the time, and it happens to women as well. I've seen women and men get involved with very controlling people or energy vampires. They start influencing your behavior, how you dress, what you eat, who you hang out with, and mostly how you spend your time. People like this drive wedges between you and your family because they insist on being the most important thing in your universe. Eventually, when the relationship falls apart, which it always does, there you are, left with the remains and the rubble of your former relationships. In Mike's case, he was lucky that his friends and family rallied around him quickly. In many cases, some of the damage that is done is irreparable. It's understandable, though, that Mike has become gun-shy about relationships. I mean, who wants to go through that again, right? I can relate very well to this because, like I said, this has happened to me. Yes, believe it or not, I, your humble host, am a former casualty of toxic relationships. Notice I said casualty and not victim. I refuse to be a victim. The truth is, I was a casualty 
meaning I was hurt, but it was my own fault. That's the first point I want to make, is that whenever we find ourselves going through something like this, it is a natural tendency to blame the other human involved. After all, they're the ones doing all the bad stuff, not us, right? That may be true, but they could not treat you like that in the first place unless you allow them to. At some point, you made a choice to give something up in order to be with them. That's your fault, just as it was my fault. I want to acknowledge Mike because even at 16, he already knows better than to trash talk the other person. That's very adult of him. In his letter, he took responsibility for what happened, and I applaud him for that. But now he's gun-shy. The prospect of a new relationship is terrifying, and understandably so. It just so happens I know a thing or two about being gun-shy as well. In fact, there was a period of my life that I had such rotten luck with women that I just gave up. I quit. I decided that it just wasn't worth it to me because it seemed that every single woman I met or that I got involved with was just trying to change me into something else. Or they were always controlling my time and my other relationships, and I was constantly dealing with their drama. In fact, life had become synonymous with drama. It got so bad that I was actually considering finding a doctor who would castrate me at one point. You heard me right. I was going to be castrated. I know it sounds crazy, right? But that's how bad it got. I figured that every bad thing that had ever happened to me was in some way because of a woman, or more specifically, because I kept getting involved with women. I figured if I got castrated, then I would no longer find myself being involved with women. I would read more, be a better friend, a better dad. Life would be peaceful. Thankfully, I didn't go through with that plan. Instead, I made a choice to simply not be in a relationship no matter who I met and how awesome she might seem. Relationships ceased to be an option for me. And that lasted for a good 10 years in which I was intentionally single. It was a good 10 years. Life was peaceful and fun. I still dated once in a while, but I was very clear that I was not going to be anybody's boyfriend. During this 10 years, I did a lot of healing, and I really got to know myself very well. I realized that I was attracting the wrong women because my energy was wrong. I started working on changing my energy by living in a more deliberate fashion, designing my own life instead of letting life happen to me. For the first time, I was in control of what sorts of interactions I had out in the world. It was somewhere during this 10-year relationship hiatus that I realized I was the only one responsible for everything that happened to me. I was sort of like a monk who went up on the mountain for 10 years, and when I came down off the mountain, I was a new man. I still made mistakes, and I still made bad choices occasionally, but now I was in the driver's seat. I was responsible, and everything became a new learning experience. It was a brand new perspective. I was being a better man because I held myself accountable for everything that went wrong. And then I learned from these things instead of complaining about them. 
So my advice to Mike and anyone else listening who's been through the relationship grinder, who has become gun-shy about new relationships, is maybe you don't need to be in a relationship right now. Maybe the first thing you need to do is realize that everything that happens to you, good or bad, is your fault. If you are constantly attracting the wrong types of people, maybe you need to evaluate what kind of energy you are projecting. Maybe you need to look in the mirror. Perhaps you should work on changing that energy so you attract people who are kind, who are a better match for you before you jump back in the relationship ring. There are plenty of great people out there. There really are. And if you want to start meeting them and being worthy of them when you do meet them, then you have to become a great person too. Focusing on being a better man today than you were yesterday is a great start. That's really what it all boils down to, actually. Simply by making that a focus, you will create the energy shift I was talking about. As you gain more knowledge, respect, and admiration for yourself, the world will notice and respond appropriately. Look, the world and the people in it owe you nothing. You can't expect to be treated well just because you're alive. You have to earn it. So take a look in the mirror. Start seeing yourself as the world sees you. If you don't like something you see, then figure out how to improve it. You can't expect the world to like, respect, and treat you well if you don't like, respect, and treat yourself well first. Thanks, Mike, for that letter. I'm really proud of you for being a better man, especially at 16. You have a promising future ahead of you. Okay, everybody, head out into the world this week and be conscious of the energy you're projecting. See yourself how the world sees you and start improving the things that need improving. Because that's what you do when you're being a better man today than you were yesterday. Until next time, this is Alf Herigstad signing out.